The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It is day three of William Hill. Will you give me my money? Excapades. Whoa. Anybody home? Three days. Hello. Super Bowl was Sunday. Hello. To give anybody your money back? Hello. Wow. <laughs> Welcome in, boys and girls, to the Bostonian versus the book. Where's Dave, my fucking money? Dave Sherpin, Matt Peralt. I feel for you guys. Pharaoh's in the same boat as a lot of you <laughs> who are wondering. Um, yeah, it's Wednesday. Where's what is going on? Caesar's William Hill. The answers are. That emoji. That's all it is. Oh, man. Oh, man. It ain't right. It ain't Hands right. Up. We don't know what's going on. We do know what's going on for the BVB today. Lots of good stuff oh. to get into. You guys have requested some baseball breakdowns as we head towards the warmer, not in Vegas, part of the schedule. It ain't we'll warm get here. to some baseball. It ain't warm here at all. It's frozen here oh. this morning. Windy and nasty. It's yuck, but it feels like New England. I was talking to, to the him. iced coffee, though. Good Make for you. My yeah. gosh, you are a New Englander. Look at you. You fit right in. Can't go do home. It. Drop Got your it. R's. Start saying Pac. Let's go. Oh, the Bruins keep winning. I missed truck day. I was kind of bummed about that. What's that? I missed truck day. Truck day? Yeah, truck day in New England is a holiday where they load up the spring training truck. for the Got Red more Sox. holidays in New England. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. What is truck day? What the? People go and watch the Red Sox load up their semi-trailer trucks to drive to Fort Myers. I'm not kidding. Truck day is a thing in New England. It's a big deal. New. Perfect timing. Kicked him out. Talking about truck day. I mean, we got, we had Samir on. These guys are from Boston. They pick apples in the fall. They go look at the foliage. And in the spring, they go watch the Red Sox load up trucks to go to Florida. Well, I mean, what what the hell's goes on up there? What are you people doing? You go, you people that they go and load up trucks to go or watch them load up trucks to go <laughs> Sorry. to Florida. Yes. Okay. So, what'd you every, do? Hit the wrong tab. I hit nothing. It just kicked me out. It just didn't like me today. I don't know. How many back tabs? to back days. How many tabs you got open? Uh, they're all gone now. There were 15. Now they're all gone. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to clear up the browser. What? You guys watching the show one, welcome Two, hit the like button while you're here. Three, watch Peralt while we're talking in this opening segment. He's going to be trying to get to those 15 tabs open Later. back up. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure back the show, the whole rundown of the show up there. It's like oh, the show. Yeah. So we're all oh, good. Oh. We're, all, we're all fine. I, I, I can roll with it, but yeah, truck day is a legitimate thing. People literally, it, it's kind of like you guys in, in Pennsylvania do Groundhog's Day. We do truck day. That's the first real yeah. sign that spring is around the corner when the Red Sox send all their stuff down to Fort Myers. Yesterday was the first like media day for the Red Sox. 
Alex Cora basically saying the Red Sox are going to suck. Can't really disagree with him on that. So. Said that? Well, his Heim Bloom was like, I can't wait to see what this group can do together. And Alex Cora was like, well, we were obviously bad last year. And there's obviously a lot of questions going into this year. So it's going to be a struggle. We know that. <laughs> so like, I don't know if he's setting the bar low or what, but I think most most realistic Red Sox fans look at that lineup and go, whew, okay. Um, 80 wins, please. Can you uh, get to 500? <laughs> a lot of, uh, I think a lineup could be better than anticipated, but I, I, I'm still worried about the pitching again. It just, we'll, we'll see. We got, we got baseball, baseball made the rundown today. I was pretty excited well, to see that. that was, it's that because people good. have been asking us and people actually sent us a question on the email yesterday. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. You guys can always email the show. Please do. And we'd already planned it for this week, but said, look, I'm confused about the new rules. What does this mean for different games and bets and plays and futures? So we're going to go through it. There's a lot of new rules for Major League Baseball. This is going to be a very different season in 2023. So schedule-wise, rules-wise. And it's a little early. And, I mean, we got some we got some book guys in the uh, in their chat. And, right. uh, you know, come and go. He, he already chimed in with that, made me laugh. Maiden Focus is here looking at horses, uh-huh. getting ready for the Derby. Appreciate him being here. Hooks, fellas are all in. There's a lot to – there's a lot. And again, we appreciate the ask the BVB at gmail.com questions. I don't know if we can answer them all, P. Ralt. We're going to talk about it. I mean, I got I think guys- we can make us, I think strategically, there are some plays to talk about as to how what we anticipate will happen this year. We don't know, obviously. We never know your line. But right. I think that there is some, given the way the, the rules are being written, there are certain things we can extrapolate and say, okay, this looks like it might be impacted. This type of bet, this type of play might be impacted by the rules. Uh, number one, which is the, is the ghost runner on second base, which is just going to mess up all the totals. And do you see, I didn't write that in the rundown on purpose. Didn't I, even include, cause it's not a new rule. So I left it alone. I understand, rule. but it's <laughs> a stupid rule, but it's a new, it's not a new rule. <laughs> That's why. That's why I'm bringing it up because I I conspicuously saw that it was not in the rundown. Yes, I left and it. And I off. said I'm going to wait for the show because <laughs> usually if I catch a spelling error or something like that, off, yep. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you before it starts. But I'm like, why did he not put the extra in or the uh, the the ghost runner on there? Uh, it's I not remember. new technically. It's just permanent. Permanent. Yeah, it's not it's like leaving. Bad tattoo you got in Vegas when you were drunk. Stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't get rid of it. Always a good story behind that, though, isn't there? Yeah, it's a, yeah, this is a great story too. We're gonna make up a fucking runner and throw in second base for the hell of it. Be like, hey, yeah, yeah, let's start. Gotta end the game. Oh yeah, 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 let's do that. That's great. Let's just manufacture everything. Let's just fake the game and make it end. You just gotta oh. end the game. No, you gotta end the game. Yeah, you just gotta end the game. Okay, you just gotta end Come the game. On. Sure. Whatever. Hey. Yeah. Whatever. It's 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 most ridiculous rule. Tyler, you're late. Tyler's late. Oh, it's okay. Ten thirty ish. We're yeah. rolling already. We're, We're staying already. too. We're always last late. couple of days. We've had some issues. The wind has died down. The cold air is still still here in Vegas. Yeah, but is it ever? Ferris solid. Can't get that money. Still can't get that money at the at them books. I went to the book yesterday. Met a guy, JL John Lerner, who's in town. This fantasy thing is here. There's going to be a lot of people here in Vegas this week. We're going to do some some meeting up. Maybe even a wager wire boys, things Ooh. like that. 
Ooh, Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. They run hard and fast. I'm, I'm kind of curious to hang with these guys on Friday night. I'll probably see him before that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, these people don't understand. Like, we live here. Right. You know, we like they, they come and they blow it out for two days and yeah. they leave. Like, right. we got to, we got, we got stuff. We got people, responsibilities, mm. grown ups. Mm. But, uh, yeah, we, we, the internet's strong today. We're good to go. So That's the good. chat's going to be rolling. Good. Um, we're going to, we're, we're going to get going. Yeah. So, all right. Let's talk about last night. You mentioned the Bruins. I, literally ran around my house last night. That was as fun of a win I've seen in a really long time. The Bruins down to one, get the goal to tie it at the beginning part of the third period. And man, they are the best team in the third period, bar none in the NHL. They played the entire third period in Dallas's end. It was awesome. Straight domination. Ooh. Sign me up for seven of those coming up here this spring or summer. That was a pretty goal, too. To oh, pasta was so, it was so, I saw it. I, I saw mean, the, the camera angle for the, at least on Nesson, the camera angle was perfect. You saw the pass come over. You saw the top left hand corner. Pass. Pasta goes ahead and slaps it right in. And I just ran around my house. My daughter was dying <laughs> laughing. She thought it was a fun, like she's now really getting into watching sports with me. So it was fun. So she, we watched the whole third period together and she was like, are the Bruins going to do it? I was like, I don't know. And they got the tie goal, huge tying goal. And then that go ahead winner with 45, whatever was seconds left or sorry, an overtime rather an yeah. overtime. Unbelievable win for the Bruins. Four passes, just pretty, just, I still, I mean, I, I, I love sports and, and there's just certain things about sports that, I truly love, and it has nothing to do with the gambling, but we're talking about the gambling. Yeah. That pass, the pass, the pass, and then the finish and the slide and the, like, you know, and I saw end, ended on his back. He's was his, just all was, fours up in the air going good, good, good for the goal. It was fantastic. And I mean, you know, um, the game was a dead under. Yes. When we nailed it with that. It was said the final scores three, two, Weren't sure who it was going to be. Right. Still not sure. Even after the result, you're like, this could have gone either way. Oh, absolutely. Yes. It was, I mean, there was some good goaltending that those are two really good hockey teams. I mean, the power play for Dallas is the biggest concern. They're 0 for 14 now over their last 14 power plays. And they had a five on three and couldn't score. So that was the big, that was when that happened, I went, okay, Bruins are live to win this game. When you don't score on a five on three, that is a huge missed opportunity to put a game away. Yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Like, I mean, when the hockey gets meaningful, it's, uh, it's perfect timing. Like you can't ask for better stuff after football ends and we're done with the bullshit of that. Now we got dive into some hockey and, you know, basketball is going to take a break NBA tomorrow. Last day we get, it's fun. Uh, The best thing, I'll uh, say it again. The best thing the NHL ever did over the last 10 years, their smartest move was to put almost every game on ESPN's app because it enables you to watch so many games on the fly Mm -hmm. and so many games wherever you are. Mm -hmm. I'm in Target. I'm in Costco. I'm watching hockey in all different places where I've never watched it before. And I think the NBA has got to pay attention to this. 
The NBA has got to figure out, okay, what streaming service are we going to have? Are we put our games like this where for a small amount of money, we can watch any game we want. And I've watched and bet more hockey this year than I, I, I was watching a lot of hockey last year. I wasn't betting a ton of hockey. I'm, I bet way more hockey this year than probably ever before in my life. I'm betting hockey every day. And it's so fun. It's just so, and that game, I mean, it's so stupid. It's, you know, under five and a half easy, but the under in the first period didn't hit. It was a one, right. one score. It was one, one, right? <laughs> right. Man. And then Winnipeg did what I thought that, you know, that was zero, zero after the first period. So right. I went, well, I went one and one on that, but I mean, and you get to win, we get to win in Winnipeg late. Yep. You know, and I mean, it just, uh, it's, it's, it's fun. There's the, there's no other way to describe it. Um, if you aren't betting if, hockey or watching hockey, I know people kind of go hockey. I'm telling you right now, the NBA is such an unbelievable postseason product, but their regular season has, has, has a problem. I mean, they've got a real problem to kind of figure this out as to how they make the games more entertaining and more meaningful to either force the players to play or incentivize the players to play. Because right now for me, I'm not even looking at NBA lines. It's college basketball in the NHL, and I'm not even looking at the NBA. Now, maybe when it comes back after the break, maybe I'll pay attention a bit more as it comes down the stretch. But the handicap is way too difficult with NBA games. The volatility is too difficult. The quiet part out loud is you don't know who's playing until you turn on the game. Right. You don't, I mean, you can't handicap the game before the game. You can't. You just, it's very, very difficult. But I mean, the product in person, hockey is amazing. Oh. And if you've ever played, you're in. Like once you play, right. you can never get out of it. You just, I got DJ Hooks posted in here. He's playing in his 40 and over deck hockey. League, wow. And he scores and he dances. Wait, what's deck hockey? Hockey on feet on a, on a, on a like sport court. Street hockey. Street hockey, but it's why is in it a called rink. deck? Why is it called it's deck hockey? Because the oh. deck is D E K deck hockey. It's you play on a deck. So, like, you know, we have role of, we know here there's a whole league that gets that gets played here yeah. in summer, like a mile from my house. Yeah, yeah, that's Ma- that, Madeline's that's, Julia's be- brother plays. I was like, what? Yeah. Went yeah. there and watched. I was like, oh my gosh, it's a whole like they play full on on their feet, gloves, gear, like they play hockey, gloves, not- gloves and shin guards. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, and elbow pads if you're smart. Right. Um, yeah, we we played that from the time we were. Is the puck know, with wheels? How's the eight puck? Year olds. No, the- uh, you play with a ball. Deck hockey, you play with a ball. Ball hockey. Oh, they're playing with a puck. Oh, that's that's insane. The puck never slides good. It wasn't an act, it wasn't an actual puck. It was like a street yeah. hockey puck. Yeah, it was a street hockey puck. Those, I mean, the stuff we use for roller hockey is a street hockey puck. Those are great. I don't know if you use you use the orange that. ball. Oh, orange. And God, then I got such got crazy. Older, so orange. I, I have a scar. No one can see, but I have a scar right by my eye right here. From what? Jeff Pothier. We were playing, uh, playing street hockey with the orange ball. Three of us. So uh-huh. it was me one-on-one with a goaltender, his brother, older brother being the goaltender. Jeff could not beat me. I, I was very fast, very quick with my hands. I couldn't skate. If I if I could skate, I would have been a very good goal. I would have been a very good hockey player. I just mm-hmm. could not skate. Should have played lacrosse, but lacrosse wasn't there growing up. It is now in my town. Right. But I should have yep. played. I would I would have been a very good lacrosse player. 
but I just had very good hands. So I beat him like five times in a row. He threw his stick at me with a helicopter and the corner of the stick caught me in my eye. The blade or the butt end? The butt end, the the elbow of the the stick caught me right there, split me right open, gushing blood right to the ground. So whenever I see an orange. How old are you at the time when it happened? 10, 11, somewhere in there. 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that range. Was there a fight involved right after that? I was on the ground. I was almost knocked out. He threw a he threw a he threw a, a legit like you didn't adult. get up and you didn't get up and take care of it. Oh no, I I got up. And I was I had to go get stitched up. I was like straight up bleeding. Like parents came out and like it was a big deal. Sit down with parents and like it was a very emotional, very bad time. <laughs> but so he, he, Jeff's brother. What's his name? Jeff Pothier. We know so, where he lives. Jeff, see Jeff. I'm not sure where Jeff lives anymore. We we laugh about it now. I mean, oh. we're, we're in our 40s now, so uh, we laugh about it now. But his brother, one of his old, he's got four brothers. But he was he was the youngest. But one of his older brothers, the guy that was a net, oftentimes on Instagram will DM me and like he's 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 really funny. We'll we'll joke around about the crazy <laughs> things we used to do playing high. So the orange ball and Alicia, like right whenever I see it, that's the first thing that pops into my brain is getting a stick thrown at me and getting hit in my head. <laughs> we had a lot of we had a lot of justice. Uh, on the playground at Manila School, up at the top of the hill, we met there every day after school and played yeah. hockey. And the older kids, Train is now listening to the show. Train was one of them. Everybody Tell Train, I, I need to email him back. I, I I so apologize to him. He sent me two emails, and I've not written him back, and I've just been crazy busy. I yeah. owe you, Train. I got it. I love you. Thank you for everything you're written and what you've said. I really appreciate yeah. all your kind words. I owe you a response. It's coming. I promise. He's listening and watching the show every day um, on his walks. But we had to play the older kids to then establish that we could actually be on the same, you know, court as them when we were younger because we were young. They were older and they had been playing. And that's when you used, you know, your baseball glove as the catcher, the catcher glove and things like that. Um it was just that there, there was a lot going on, but you settled everything on that court. Service. Yeah. Like, I mean, there were concussions had on there. <laughs> there was one side yeah. that was the brick wall of the building. So that side had boards. The other side was more open. Um, you learned a lot playing hockey and settling stuff. But that's a game misconduct. This this guy Jeff threw a stick at you. We're gonna have to. Yeah, throw sticks. Can't throw sticks, especially you can't beat me because it's sore loser on you know, on top of that because you're getting beat, getting beat too bad. <laughs> Little babies. <laughs> Mikey Awesome said your Matt's hands weren't quick enough apparently with the stick. Amen to that. I didn't see it coming though. That's that, that's okay. When you're when you're when you're like this and you look up, like you know, you, 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 you're holding your stick and you just look up and you see the thing helicoptering at you and you go like that and it goes whack, hits you right in the side of the eye. Yeah. No, thank you. Ooh. That sucked. That was that was that was painful. Yeah. Uh, what oh. didn't suck was I got the Providence and Creighton game right last night. But what a basketball game we saw in college basketball. Home court in college in February is something to behold. It is. It is. Oh. Tip, I would be very nervous about laying points on the road right now in big <sighs> college basketball games. It is electric. That it was a fun basketball game last night, and we talked about it briefly. This morning off the air, Creighton had opportunities to close that game and win it. Should have won it in regulation, had a chance. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
really, really good basketball game. This is when they get fun, right? This is this is when we can focus on doesn't matter what the rankings are, but we'll get to that in a second. Like the rankings change all the time. The numbers guys never look at the rankings. That's that that's what prompted the call this yeah. morning when I looked at the board and I was like, wait a second, what the hell's <laughs> happening here? Um the Big East is I don't want to say I don't we're not ranking conferences, but the Big East has got some teams in there that can make runs in March. It's the, the second best league in, in basketball. Is it? That's I was gonna say second best. The Big 12 want... is first. Okay. Big 12. I don't think you can argue the Big 12 is the best, the best league in basketball. It's the deepest. Big 12 is the deepest. So which would I think make the best. it the best. Yeah, I think it's the best. I mean, they've got five. But teams is the that... national champion gonna come out of the Big 12? It, unless Purdue wins it out of the Big Ten, Indiana will have something to say about it. But it's either the Big Twelve, yeah. The, okay, if I was betting, the champ comes out of the Big Twelve. Yes, the Big Twelve playing quantity. I don't think they're the best team though. Like uh, you ready Kansas, to put Kansas, Kansas State, Baylor, Iowa right. State? I put mean, you got. On. I, I I just get this out of the way. Kansas okay. City Chiefs won the won the uh, won the Super Bowl. Yes, it did. The world is not ready for the Kansas Jayhawks to win the National Basketball Championship. We can't have Kansas be this epicenter. Well, this is easy. We just need Kansas to face a team with a B name in the first or second round, and they're going to lose. So A B name? Mm-hmm. Bucknell, Bradley. Just go through the list of teams in the first and second round that have beaten Kansas. They all got B names, except for Northern Iowa. They all have B names. I've... Really, never heard this before. This I, wa- I was there for most of them. Really? <laughs> I watched. I watched most of them. Yeah, I was present for a lot of. So them. it's Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Unless your name begins with B, look out for bees. Yeah, the killer bees. When it comes to Kansas, vice any KU fan that I say Bucknell, I say Bradley. Um, there's one more B I'm forgetting. How about BVB? Oh, BVB. Yeah, there you go. How about that? Uh, but Ali for Oakmanesh will forever be known as the best shot I've ever seen in person. <laughs> I will never that I will never see a better moment in college basketball than that in my life in particular because of what happened the day before I've told the story before but there were media members Kansas media this is why I don't like Kansas City for a variety of reasons but Kansas media members thought it would be funny to see if KU basketball players could pronounce Ali's last name so they went around on the open so media So he played for who? Northern Iowa. And how do you say it? Ali for Oakmanash. And so they were showing off with that, but you're still so perfect. I know. I I know him personally. He's a friend of mine. So like, Oh, (laughs) so I even better. Okay. So I watched them do this. I watched these media members hand it over to um, the twins, the, the, the two twins that play in the NBA for years who played for Kansas. Um, They're both rebounders. They're, they both played for the Clippers and they played for, I'm like in chat. Help me out on the twin, the two twin brothers in the NBA that Morris. Both, who, yes. Mor- thank you. They, yes. Morris. Morris yes. Thank you. Yes. Marcus Morris. And was the other brother Marquise Marquise. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Both of them. So I watched them stumble their way through in this yuckity yuck. Ha ha. Look at his name. It's so hard to pronounce his name. And then Ali Farouk stuck the biggest dagger into the throat of Kansas ever. And I was diagonal from it. I was courtside. On the other side, he was there. I was here. Mm. And I watched the ball and I watched Ali's eyes and I went, holy shit, he's shooting the ball. 
And it was like, no, 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 he hit it. Oh my God. Place went crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It couldn't. It was absolutely unbelievable. Where where was it physically? Where were you? Oklahoma City. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we were in a, we were in OKC for it, so it was it was a lot of fun. Those Northern Iowa teams, and you know, Coach Jacobson still there at Northern Iowa, and that was a, really a highlight for I the just, Valley. I just looked down at the chat. Um, Addison got me. He said he'd like to see Dick come out on top. Yeah, Grady Dick would would be an interesting uh, <laughs> interesting gonna... title shot. <laughs> see, see Grady Dick get a title oh. shot. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> to, to round it out. How'd your, how'd your Valentine's Day work out, by the way? It was fun. It was good. It was quiet. You know, it was it was it was relatively peaceful. It's pretty funny because um I'm not sure all the time. I'm not sure ever if Jessica watches the show, but she must see the clips. She must have burners because she came home from work and said, So Valentine's Day is like every other day, huh? Ooh boy. And I go. <laughs> I go, what are you talking about? Somebody sent and she her the goes, clip. And she goes, she goes, should, should Peralt be giving out advice on Woo. Valentine's Day right now? And I was like, Woo. whoa. Of course I can. Yes. Whoa. I said it before I was married. That's why I said before. I prefaced I, it before going in. I said, I, have, I had this opinion before I was married, after I was married, I, before I lost my virginity, after I lost my virginity. Yeah. It's my opinion. This has been a... Staple for me. I, I said that. I said that he he said that before the divorce. You know that, right? Like he he had a life before all of that. Like he'd <laughs> yep. been saying this shit for 25 years. And I go, he is right though, you know. She's like, <laughs> whatever. You know, and get to, you know, and then and then we had to go. She got to pick somewhere to go eat. And it was oh, we tried this new fish place. Good. Well, they went there first. The kids. The two, uh, Kelsey and Kendall and, and her. And then I was meeting them after I got off the air. <laughs> and I get the text, well, this place sucks. Where where do you want to go? <laughs> so we ended up we ended up at Meraki, uh, the Greek place. This M-E-R-A-K-I. There's places all over locations all over the valley. You like Greek food. I don't know if I'd tap you for a Greek food guy. Wow. Oh, they make the best, like. Well, it's great food and hummus uh-huh. and all this. Oh my! Look Lord. at you! I didn't it was, think. Wow! Yeah, I was, it was out. outstanding. And then she got there and we ordered it. And then she's like, "I'm not sure about this. I think the meat's too thick and this and that." And I went, "Blah blah 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 blah." Happy Valentine's Day! See you later, Mikey. Also, you need to do a. I need a meme of that. Like, it just was nonsense. Awesome! Like, can I just enjoy? The gyro. Do you say gyro or hero? It, um, Farah asked me this question when we, when we were in Arizona. So it's supposed to be. Um, oh, again, okay, there's a third way of saying it. We'll say it right. It's not hero and it's not gyro. It's gyro. That's what it is. Gyro. Gyro yeah. is how you're supposed to say it. That yeah. that's the right way. Is a gyro. Gyro. Gyro is what people say in New England. <laughs> It's wrong. A lot of people say gyro. And hero is not right because there's no H in it. So it's it's gyro. The G is silent. Yeah. That's how you're supposed to say it. For Greek people get very offended by that. It was awesome because I've I've made a connection with the guy that runs the place. He owns the place. Oh, of course course You know, we're talking about some other things and maybe some sponsorship opportunities, different things like that. 
He has the thickest Greek accent ever. I love Greek people. I used to go sit at a place uh, with my dad once a week when we had lunch downtown Pittsburgh. It was called Zorba's, Zorba nice. to Greeks. And uh, I got to learn the uh, <laughs> the Greek accent. So I ordered. It was no problem. Then they came in later and ordered, and they sit down. And they go, you know, we couldn't understand anything that guy said. <sighs> just just put the number on the table. They'll bring the stuff over, please. Stop. <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> Make it easy. Man. So here's a question. The Bucks w- went to overtime last night with the Celtics. Speaking of Greek, Giannis plays. See what we're doing here? See yeah. There doing. you go. Dance. So Dance. Giannis, after the game, makes a proclamation, essentially saying the top C doesn't matter. Of course. That that's not, he said, we're playing good <laughs> basketball. That's what I care about. Now, if we get first, good. If we get second, great. Yeah. If we finish third, better. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, you've got to repair your mind that in order for you to win a championship, you've got to play hard teams. You go, you got to go and earn it. No one's going to give you a championship. You have to go and earn it. It's not going to be easy. This is the problem. You have one of the best players in the NBA literally saying what LeBron has said for the last decade. The regular season doesn't matter. Just get into the playoffs, get into the bracket, play it out. (laughs) You can say that when you're the best team. Are they the best team? Them in Boston and everybody else in the East. Okay. Who in the hell is beating either one of those teams other than each other in a seven-game series? Ain't nobody in the East beating either one of those teams in a seven-game series as constructed right now. So it don't matter whether they play in Milwaukee, whether they play in Boston, whether they play on fucking Mars. (laughs) (laughs) They're the best two teams in the East. I mean, you got to realize Boston didn't play – Anyone, right? And took their starting. Their starting five was Blake Griffin, Greg Williams, Hauser, Muscala, and White. That was the starting five for the Boston Celtics, and they went to overtime. Blake with the Bucks. Blake Griffin played, started, played twenty-four minutes, scored fifteen points last night. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon scored twenty-six points, had a negative twenty-one plus minus. (laughs) He was on the floor, and they went to overtime. I mean, I they, the, they won. They didn't cover. I love the plus minus that. If you're the Bucks, you got to be like, um, Giannis went for 36, 13, and 9. Drew Holiday had 40 last night. And they had to go to overtime. And, like, the crowd was going crazy like they had won the NBA championship. And every Celtics fan's going like, you guys know that there's no Jalen Brown. There's no Jason Tatum. Like, you know that there's no Al Horford. Like, this is not the Celtics team. Like, they completely punted on this game. Like, literally punted the entire game. But see, and yet, they didn't overtime. because they got quality minutes for guys that may need to have quality minutes in the playoffs. Like I agree. This is yes, one of fair. those, like, you know, we're playing chess. We're not playing, like, we're going to try to win the game anyway. Had they won the game, that would have been one of those. Oh, <laughs> like what the moment? Yeah, like what the heck moment? Right? We, we didn't play anybody and we beat you. But the okay. top seed could be determined by the next game when these two teams play. The top seed in the, in the East could be determined by that game. It's in Milwaukee. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how that sorry, works. Sorry, Sonic. Sonic just came in. Deuces again for... For my boy down there in the uh, in the joint, he Sonic just came in and said, "Sometimes I'm at happy hour later in the evening, 
my phone vibrates. Someone asks if it was my phone, and I say, no, that was probably Dave's. Oh. I, I'm trying to keep it away from the microphone. I'm trying to keep it over here. I'm watching the chat, and this shit is going off. I'm sorry. It's probably Dave's. That's awesome. Is that your That's phone? Funny. No, it's it's the host's. He just he will stop. keep his microphone stop. I'm away. sorry. I'm Constant sorry. Buzzing. One, we all I know saw it. it ain't the wife texting me. That's for sure. She ain't texted. That's good because otherwise it'd be bad. If you're texting right now, that would be good. Right, it would be ha- would be a happy text coming to you right now. So Boston is laying seven and a half against the Pistons. The total is two twenty four and a half for tonight. So Boston mm. apparently is going to play everybody tonight, or at least the books are expecting Boston to play everybody. Last game before the All Star break, home game. Yeah, home game. Pad the stats for the boys. Let's run this one up. Leave no doubt. You have Celtics minus seven and a half. Was it now? Oh, come on, man. What are you talking? Where'd you get That's that? What, that first half line? That was FanDuel this morning. Nah, bro. Come on. It's 12 and a half now. Holy mother. Where did that go? <laughs> that jumped five points. It's 12 and a half. Holy. I don't know. Listen, you must have been I'm out telling checking. You. you must have been out checking the weather. There was no chance that that was. It was seven. What are you talking about? This morning. It was seven. When I did the rundown it this morning. It was seven and a seven, half. Seven, eight. 10, 11 and a half, 12, 12 and a half. I'm looking at the line Told you. for two places. What the hell's going on? Move five <laughs> points. That's oh, crazy. My. At 930 Pacific time, that number was seven and a half, Boston. Yeah, not, not so much now. <laughs> Holy crap. So everyone's playing for Boston. Oh, my. God. They're playing the entire starting five tonight. Somebody oh. got news that they're going to play out for real. Because Tatum's going SoCal, to the All Star game. By the way, SoCal DJ just came in and said the last time the number one seed won the won the chip, it's ship SoCal. Chip, thank you. Won the you chip. Yep. Get a chip, you win the ship. Nine Anyhow, yeah. was yeah. sixteen seventeen season, the Warriors. He said the yeah. number one seed doesn't matter. So if SoCal's saying it, I mean, it does saying. matter. It doesn't matter because how many times did the Western Conference? I mean, that's the problem. The Eastern Conference one seed count how many, how many times the Eastern Conference one seed made it and then lost to the West. Mm. That would be this is a different year. The East is better than the West. Hasn't been this way for a while. There's better teams in the Eastern Conference than the Western is Conference. Is the Eastern teams better than the West? What are you talking? I think about? I think Boston and Milwaukee. Yeah, I think it probably. They're if I'm ranking, the, they're not the, they're not the choice to win it all, though. You know that, right? Well, right I mean, it's. Um, Boston still is number one. And so in, in Milwaukee's number two. Oh, they, they switched those around. Good for yeah. them. Okay. Boston one, Milwaukee two, two Phoenix three, Nugger, yeah. Nuggets four. Yeah. Right. So that's, okay. I would say one, two, Boston and Milwaukee, one, two. And okay. then you, you could argue, I think the Nuggets should be three because I don't know. We haven't seen Durant play yet. <laughs> so like, can we yeah. at least see him play first right. before we, you know, get into this? But <sighs> four is... Denver Clippers left behind then the Sixers at 14 to one. So Injuries. yeah, I, I, nobody, I think, the, I think that there's two teams in the East that are better than anybody in the West at the moment. Right. Fair. That's a fair so, statement. Yeah. That's why I think the one seat does matter in my mind. Cause home court will matter between the nugget, between the Celtics and the, and the, and the bucks. Does it though? Like, I mean, I Boston would think it, without it last year. I mean, no, Boston won it without home court last year. So, so th- right. That's, I don't know if it does. If it doesn't to them, I don't think it'll matter much 
to the number. And that's okay. all like I would be concerned about. And like, you know, my guy down there, Butchie and and all the guys in the risk rooms everywhere that I talk to, it won't matter if everything is is level, the health of the teams is level, the better team will be favored in either guy's location, home or away. Okay, fair. Nets heat tonight. Nets are home favorites. Nets heats. How did this Nets and heat, how did this even make the rundown? What are you talking Because about? the Nets are favored. How are the Nets favored? That's a good question. This doesn't make any sense to me. The Nets are favored at home against the Heat. I'm asking. Maybe the Heat are just cracking it in. Maybe this is an injury play too. Maybe not playing anybody. Right. Telling you, man, this is the last. I mean, there's there's three games tomorrow, right? Two, three. Yeah, sounds right. Milwaukee, Chicago, Washington, Minnesota, and the Clippers are at Phoenix tomorrow. Does KD make his debut then, or do they wait till after the All Star break? I don't know. They showed him. They, I think they said in practice. They said till after the All Star break, most likely he wouldn't. He wouldn't play right. until after the All Star break. But I don't know. I'd play him. I'd play him tomorrow night. Oh, I'd ask him. Say, hey, get one game. You want to? You want to run? Yeah, just you know. a couple of minutes, right? Just get out there on the floor. Just you know. We'll know by the number. Something. I'll tell you that. We'll know. We'll know in the morning by the oh, number. If- if he plays, yeah, things are going to spike. That'll it's that'll be, be good. That'll be yeah. wild. See what what happens. What happens with that? Um, good Nuggets. That <laughs> Nuggets are laying four and a half against the Mavericks tonight. Nuggets are laying four and a half against the Mavericks. This will be a fun game. Probably two thirty four from a total perspective. So you got a four and a half point line. Dallas Over. is still. I mean. <laughs> On the road, Dallas is 12 and 18 ATS. Denver is 19, 10 and 1 at home ATS. Good luck betting against the Nuggets tonight. And a short number. Mm-hmm. Right? Kyrie. I don't know why it could be six. Yeah, Kyrie versus oh. Denver. Mm. You have both Kyrie and so some places open five, six, went to five and a half, four and a half, four, four and a half. Man, book of the NBA this week. Hmm. Treacherous. Yeah, you really got to work your ass off a little bit for this. <laughs> oh, so Caldejan says Hero, Lowry, Oladipo, all out for the Heat tonight. Whew. Okay, there, you, there go. you go. And then New Orleans at the Lakers. New Orleans has been playing some pretty good ball. They're 4 and 1 ATS over their last five games. They're 28, mm-hmm. 29, and 1 ATS on the year, but they're 17, 15, and 1 to the West. Against the number, they're catching four, four and a half to the Lakers, who are two and nine against the division, 13, 19, and one against the West, and 13 and 14 at home. No LeBron, obviously. Lakers Amazing. have lost. He four. did all that push to break that record and then just kind of how he's got that <laughs> issue with his ankle. Knee or yeah. Ankle. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. Four or five. They've lost four or five. Lakers currently, if we ended the year today, the Lakers would finish two and a half games out of the play-in tournament. <laughs> they are two and a half games out of the play-in. Man, oh man. Right now. They're laying points today. 
Yes, Pelicans are 30 and 28. They're 10 18 on the road, but they currently occupy the seven seed, which is only a half a game behind the Mavericks, who have the Mavericks lose tonight and the Pelicans win. The Pelicans would be out of the play in tournament. They'd be the six seed, and the Mavericks would be into the play in tournament. Right. Now it's early to start watching schedules like this, but it's just interesting with how many teams. That was going to be my first statement to you. It's a little early to be starting to look. Yes and no, though. I mean, we're talking about from the Lakers at twenty six and thirty two. Oh, they're running out of they're running out of of uh, runway. Well, up to the three seed, the the Kings are thirty two and twenty five. I mean, we're talking about seven games representing the three seed to the thirteen seed in the West, right? ridiculous i mean you yeah, get hot you're gonna jump a lot of teams yes but you gotta get hot Not he easy just came in and said lebron plays tonight no way he doesn't wow no way he doesn't oh, that's what he said i don't know i mean i haven't heard he's maybe he's that that's in the line but i expect the line to if lebron's playing that line's gonna jump is it i think so yeah how much higher can it go Six. I mean, Pelicans are a better basketball team. I would agree. Yep. You know, so you give them a couple points for the home court and all that other stuff. I don't know how much higher it's going to go. I don't think it's going to go higher. I think this is the line with him playing. This might crash. Who winds up with more wins, New Orleans or Minnesota? Ooh. I have future bets on both. Who winds up with more wins? Current records right now? 30 and 28, 31 and 29. Who has the 31? Timberwolves. One more win, one more loss. Two games in hand. Oh, I'd say right now, without looking at the schedules, which we're going to start to do Mm -hmm. at the All-Star break, we used to do this in the room when we were bored and had nothing to do. (laughs) We would go through the schedule. And go, all right, they got 22 games left. Let's do the win-loss, 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 and try to base the futures off, off of that. that. Right. So you could slide up, you know, because if we went through them and saw that they had 22 games left, but they weren't even going to go 500. I mean, look at the Lakers. If they got 22 games left, they're only going to go 500. They're going to end up with under, they're going to end up under 500 for the season and out of it all. Right. So I would actually, I'd go through the schedule. And without doing that, I'd say, Timberwolves end up with more. You? Yeah. So I need that Tim, my Timberwolves bet's probably dead. So Timberwolves, if they've played 60 games, so they have 22 games left. Yeah, that's dead. So I need them to go on some ridiculous streak. But the Pelicans to win, to go over 45 and a half is possible. I have 45 and a half on the Pelicans. I've got 49 and a half on the T-Wolves. Yeah, they ain't winning 50 games. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, that'd be, that'd be an unbelievable finish if they won 50 games. They'd almost, they almost have to win every game they got left. It was 17 and 5 down the stretch. No. <laughs> T Wolves aren't going 17 and 5 down the stretch. I don't think so. But there's a chance, you know, with the Pelicans, if they win tonight, they'll have 31 with 59 games. They'll have 23 games left to win 14 games. Yeah. So. Or gets 15 games to get to 46. So eh, it's possible. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's possible. Could lose them both. I could lose them both, though. Right. With throw there. I, I was, I, I was very high on both. I was very high. I love Julian Edelman 
was Bradbury's. Is it a hold? Yes. But in that moment, you just can't call that. Amen, Julian Edelman. Are we still Agreed. talking about I'm never letting shit. that go. All right. So you have to help me with this. The Bama-Tennessee line tonight. So Alabama's the number one team in the country. Last night. So this is what I do. I tend to try to stay away from betting the number one game of the night because I feel like that's where a lot of the money's coming in. A lot of public money is going to come pouring in. And so I tried staying away from it. But I use Ken Palm a lot for just my ballpark numbers. And Ken okay. Palm has Alabama, Tennessee as a 71 69 win for Tennessee. 71 69 Tennessee. Okay. Total of 140. It's a little white. All right. It's more than a little light <laughs> because the market has. The offshore these- place has just moved the Lakers to four, by the way. Anyone that had four and a half is gone. Bye bye. Wow. We'll see. They're watching the show. Told you. So this number got as high as 149 and a half. <laughs> and has since come back down at FanDuel and other places. It's now 147 and a half. I saw 145 and a half last night, and we'll do it in better to book it, but I bet it under because of the fact that I had five and a half points of value. We don't see Ken Palm normally being five or six points off from what the actual total is. The number is accurate because it was a two-point win for Tennessee. They're laying three. That number has not moved all that much, although it's come down now to two and a half at FanDuel. Yep. So some money's come in on Alabama, but two and a half to three, that number right in line with where Ken Palm is for differentiating. If you're going to bet Tennessee, how in the hell can you say this is going to be an over game? I mean, th- 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 that's, uh, that's a stretch and a half, in my opinion, if you just pull the numbers as to how Alabama plays and how Tennessee plays, they can't get into a shootout with the Crimson Tide. It's, that that's a losing proposition in my right. mind. Right. Tennessee is 15 and 10 to the under this year. Alabama is 13, 11 and one to the under. Okay. In SEC games, Alabama is eight, three and one to the under. Okay. Tennessee is seven and five to the under. Sounds like a lot of unders. At home, Tennessee is seven and six to the under. Alabama is six, six and one overall. Yeah, that's a lot of numbers. My head's starting to hurt. Saw that. I just don't understand this. Alabama has gone under three of the last four. So has Tennessee three of the last four. Like way under two, right? Like look at the Tennessee scores. Well, the last one is what everyone's saying because Tennessee gave up 86 points to Missouri at home and lost as 12 and game point stayed favorites. under game went way over 29 points over by 29. You just said the last four went under No, last three of the last four. Okay. Three last four for both Alabama and Tennessee. Wasn't there a 52 to 48 game for Tennessee like two games ago or something? Auburn, 46-43. Under by 43 points at home. The home game final score was 46 to 43. Yes. This is a shot clock era game? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Holy shit. But that's how they play. That's why I don't understand this. If you're going to take Alabama, 46 43 is ridiculous. I get the correlation. I don't understand the correlation. If you're going to come in and say that we're going to take Alabama and the under, that doesn't make any sense to me. Other than you think Bama is going to kill them and, and you know, it's going to be a straight blowout. I don't understand this at all because you take Tennessee, take the under, take Alabama, take the over, but Tennessee's defense is number one for adjusted efficiency in the country. Alabama's is number five. Like their offenses are very good. Bama's offense is top 15 in the country. Tennessee is top 50. 
but in big games, SEC games in which the home team is the one that has to play defense to win. Give me the under. I don't understand this move at all. I, I just going from 140 projected at Ken Palm to 149 and a half. I, I, I know I've only been doing really hardcore numbers for about five or six years, but I can't remember a nine and a half point difference with Ken Palm to where the actual number is. Ken Palm's numbers sometimes with the totals aren't that like they're close, but they're not. Sometimes they're way off. This is way off. He's he's really good with the sides. Um, okay. And I don't know. This is the first time they played each other this season, right? Yes. Alabama's 12-0 and in the SEC, right? Yes, they are. They're three-point dogs. Mm-hmm. Isn't it enough that Alabama's really good at football? Like, it's just kind of bullshit that they're number one in the country in basketball and like a legitimate shot to win it. They're the best team in basketball. People hate when I say it, but I think Alabama's the best team in basketball. Complete bullshit. Enough. Like, seriously, God forbid this team, this this school becomes good in college basketball, too. I can't take this call. I mean, seriously, like, stop. Got the money. This is where this is where name and likeness pours in. Look how ugly that thing is. What are you talking about? Look at the difference. Look at the difference in quality and just the overall color difference. When you put the Alabama hat on versus a Tennessee hat on, look at the difference. What are you talking like one about? Is, one is clean. One looks good on camera. The other is yellow. This, it looks this, like looks, this looks like dog up every camera in, you yes. could possibly have. It messes up. There's no color balance. There's no. nothing for this. You can't do anything awful. with this. That, that, that color looks like it's, you know. I don't know what this is. I do. I don't. But. Looks like a, 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 a you know something a dog urined in a snowbank. Fa- <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. What are you doing? <laughs> it looks like it's horrible. Dog urine? Just said yeah. dog pissed in a snowbank. <laughs> Who said <laughs> urine anywhere? <laughs> the dog urinated on a snowbank. So it looks like urinated. Okay, you said urine. Yeah. No, I'd say it looks like dog urine on a snowbank. Yeah, so after dog, dog urine pees. on a snowbank. I thought you said yes. the dog. I thought you used the urine as a verb <laughs> no, instead of urinating. A no, it looks like <laughs> dog urine on a snowbank. That's what it looks God, like. It does now that you said it. Yes. Oh. Creamsicle, you. This is this is the number one game of the night, though. This is there's no debate there. <laughs> this is and I like Tennessee to win the game. I think Bama loses. I think this is the game Bama drops. Tennessee got to get them. They they oh, they got to get them. They're reeling. I mean, the Volunteers are reeling. This is the ultimate buy low spot on the Vols. I mean, th- this is where you know this is why I thought pros would come in on Tennessee today because they've lost three of four. They lost by one to Missouri as twelve and a half point favorites. Lost by one to Vanderbilt as ten point favorites. Didn't cover against Auburn, laying nine and a half, or they they won by three. And then on the road, laying four and a half to Florida, they lost by 13 points. Maybe this is who they are. They're leaking. I don't know. I like Tennessee early in the maybe year. Maybe this they is were, who they are well, early in the maybe. year. Yeah. This is, this is the thing. Like Teams start to really become who they are in conference play in mid to late January into February. And they are leaking. But defense travels. Defense matter. I mean, you're the number one. You're the number one defensive team with adjusted efficiency in the country on paper. Tennessee, number one. So when you're playing defense like that, you go through a rut. You go through whatever. You get tired legs. But then your arch rival comes in, 
I mean, that building's going to be electric tonight. I just, it's, I mean, sorry for the buzz, boys, but this is a bet smart Tyler Wyatt uh, okay. text that says, Knoxville. Uh, the Wyatt, <laughs> he just put it in the chat. The Wyatt model had Alabama minus 4.2, putting the wow. v, BVB bungalow on the tide. <laughs> I, he likes we, Alabama. The kids, the kids got us a bungalow. This is good news. Oh. I'm gonna come visit him at the bungalow. Um, he did say though, there's an injury question. Josiah Jordan James JJJ yeah. out tonight for the Vols. Julian Phillips is a game time decision. I don't know. I guess it makes it even better for the Vols to play defense and play slow. Take the air out of the ball. Rick Barnes, just go ahead and just run it down. You can't play a track meet with Alabama and beat them. You can't. They know this. I mean, Tennessee's going to, that's why I think they're going to go long possessions. They're going to hold the ball for a long period of time. Johnny P. Periodakis says, uh, who do you say somebody's going to dominate on the boards? Bama might, but adjusted tempo. I mean, we're talking Tennessee in a blowout. Periodakis said Tennessee in a blowout. 248th in the country for adjusted tempo. If you can take the air out of the ball for Alabama, I mean, that's how they lost to Kentucky. I mean, I mean, that's Tennessee. Sorry. That's how they lost to Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, they lost 93 to 69 because Oklahoma deed them up. The three losses for Bama, they lost to UConn in really surprising fashion on right on the day after Thanksgiving lost to Gonzaga. 190 and lost to Oklahoma and they've beaten everybody else. And some of the games, I mean, that Houston win is huge for them. Mm. Bama's a one seed right now. Bama's a number one seed and they're a number one team in the country. They win this game. I, I mean, I can't wait to bet them their next home game. I mean, Alabama at home against Georgia coming up. They're going to beat the living daylights. Out of what are they going to be favored by in that game? 14, 13, almost 20. Yeah, they're going to. Who in the hell is going to bet Georgia in that game? If they win on the road in Tennessee, that's their next game. Yeah, I mean Alabama ATS at home is. I mean they're they're eight and four ATS. They've set you know they're they're crushing people at home. They beat Florida by twenty eight. They beat Vanderbilt by fifty seven. They beat Vanderbilt by twelve. I was on the road. Sorry, they beat LSU by forty. Beat Kentucky by twenty six. Mississippi by twenty two. I mean, they aren't just beating people at home. They are absolutely crushing teams at home in the SEC. The irony of Bama, like even in the first half in football, has been literally you're going to have to, like people have to claim it on their taxes, what Alabama first half has done for people. (laughs) (laughs) They've built bungalows on Alabama first half. Now Alabama first half basketball, same kind of bet. They're blowing teams out in basketball too. The softball team is good. The softball team may actually compete for the national Ooh. championship. This is unbelievable. This Alabama. I got to get down there. I got to. I got to see this shit first. Man. Oh, Tuscaloosa is fun. Yeah, it's a cool town. It's a cool yeah. town. It's a cool. Yeah, this. I mean, Bryant Denny Stadium. You need to see that. I mean, that that in itself is, you know. I, I I hear the marching band in my sleep. Sometimes it was so loud. The <laughs> elephant. The elephant roar. Because their press box is open air, so it's awesome. So you get the full south sights and sounds, and you get all the experience. It's Always incredible, yeah. Open air press box, the Brian Denny. Wow, yeah, it's awesome. It really is fun. It's a 
unbelievable place to see a game. Really fun. Got to go. So can Tennessee win? Yes or no? I mean, they could win. Absolutely. Like Bama to win? win. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm falling for the for the banana in the tailpipe. I I love that line. JD uses Mm. that. Our friend Dawson uses that all the time. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we're out thinking ourselves by taking Tennessee here. Um, Bama's not going to go undefeated, right? Like right. That's my go. point. They're going to drop a game or two in the, in the conference. You would think so. So this, this could be it. I don't know. I like over. They'll just over one forty seven and a half. Yeah. I, I mean, oh boy. When, when I looked at it, I thought, I thought, well, the number's right. You know, close to 150. So when you talk. Uh-oh, Dave for us. Dave's turn. Did Dave get kicked out? That's an awesome froze. It's an awesome freeze, by the way. <laughs> He's frozen. That's great. We'll see if he can go back in and go back out. Um, connection problems with Dave. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think if you look at Alabama on the road, you know, 79-69 against LSU, 77-69 against Auburn. Uh, Oklahoma was on the road. That game flew over, but, you know, on the road against Missouri, 85-64. I mean, they're right around this number, 145-150. Almost every time they're on the road, Arkansas, 84-69. These are very similar scores. You know, Mississippi State, 78-67. You know, Tennessee can't score if Tennessee scores 70 points, then I think we got a problem. Okay. If I think I need Tennessee in the sixties, Alabama could win the game. I don't think Tennessee wins the game. If this game gets into the seventies, I don't think, I don't think Tennessee is going to win the game. It needs to be a really low scoring, like slow basketball game And Alabama. Three point shooting is definitely something they got to watch out for defensively though. Tennessee has been really, really good this year. Obviously number one, um, number one adjusted defensive efficiency, but You've got a three-point percentage, you know, Tennessee offensively shooting the three, 230th in the in, in basketball. Alabama, 126th, 52nd in the country, though, for Alabama with two-point field goal percentages. You know, they're an okay free-throw shooting team. Tennessee's an okay free-throw shooting team. You need a bad night for both those teams when you have unders. You want free-throws to be missed, so you don't want good free-throw shooting teams. Neither one is great free throw shooting team wise. And you just look at, you know, three point defense, Tennessee, number one in the country, two point defense, Tennessee, number nine in the country, steal percentage, 14th in the country. And the defensive numbers for Tennessee are, are outstanding, but Alabama just as good. Alabama is the number two defensive team, three point percentage and the number one, two point defensive percentage team in the country. So, you know, this is the number one effective field goal percentage defense versus the number two effective field goal percentage defense. So we're talking about two teams that are just absolutely tremendous defensively playing each other. And we're going over, we're flying over when we're talking about defenses. I just look, I, I may be reading the market totally wrong. And I may be on an island sitting here tonight going, well, rip that ticket up. And that was a bad bet by me. I think we'll know probably pretty much in the first half whether you know what that is or not. But I I just look at this and go, I hear you, but I don't I see you double frozen at the moment. So oh 
Yeah, I, I normally close. You have to close everything out and then click the link. That's what I have to do. Hmm. You're still clicking, which is weird. You're still sounding like Max Hedrum in my headset a little bit. Um, but we'll get Dave back in. I know you guys can't hear me talk to Dave. Yeah, I, I know you guys can't hear me. I'm talking to Dave in the back. I can talk to Dave. You guys can't hear me talk to Dave. So I apologize for that. But we'll, we'll get him on here in, in just one second. But I, you know, Knoxville is going to be up for this game and they need it. This is one of those games where Tennessee absolutely, they desperately need it to kind of figure out, you know, where they go. Um, this is interesting. So here's a stat from covers the Crimson Tide play at a speedy tempo, but hold conference foes to 63.3 points per game and haven't surrendered 70 points or more to an SEC opponent. The Vols have scored more than 70 points in just two of their last eight SEC games and have a 43.2 field goal percentage. Tennessee team total of 75 and a half looks too high. That's an interesting idea. Take the team total for Tennessee and go under. Just go ahead and put him in, Matt. Just go ahead and add Dave, and we'll, we'll kind of play with it if he's if you, ha- if you have him available. Um, we'll work that. There might be something going on with Dave's internet today. It might be Dave's turn to be on the internet, short end of the stick, um, on that. So there we go. You are a bit blurry. That's odd. Oh, and now he's out. So he was there, and then he was gone. So we'll see if maybe you can reconnect with Dave on that. Um. So. I don't know. It's team total. Let me look at that real fast. I did not look at team totals last night for either Tennessee or Alabama. Um, for where we might be looking to go with that. That's um, team total. College basketball team totals are a little bit odd too. They're not always the easiest team props. There we go. Um, Bama total points, 72 and a half. Tennessee total 75 and a half. Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. I mean, under 75 and a half at FanDuel is minus 118. That might be a decent way of playing the game. I don't don't hate that to go ahead and play that. I don't hate that because, I mean, Tennessee, let me just look at Tennessee's, you know, what what Tennessee has scored this year. in SEC play. So they scored 85 against Missouri in the last game. But before that, it's been 65, 46, 67, 70, 77, 70, 63, uh, sorry, 56, 77, 85, 87. So in those games, see, it comes down to tempo, right? How how fast will Tennessee play? And their adjusted tempo, they are 248th in college basketball for adjusted tempo. The average for a Division One school is 67.3 on Ken Palm. They're 66.2. So they are, you know, a slow team. Their average possession is 18 seconds. So they hold the basketball and they force teams also 18 seconds with the basketball on defense. So, you know, they stretch games out. So that's part of the issue that I see right now from an Alabama perspective that, you know, I think Alabama is, Oh, Dave's having unable to connect. Yeah. Dave, you, you tell Dave, Matt, he has to close out all of those. Every one of those things he has to close out on his, he has to completely shut everything down or he can't get back in. 
I've had to do that before where you have to be completely like literally everything on your computer, every browser browser has to be closed and then you can come back in because it's trying to go in with another, another one. So on that, I just, I don't mind that under 75 and a half. I just think the under, like I said, I think if, if the vaults get to 70, I'm in trouble for the total. I need these, I need this game in the sixties for both teams. Otherwise it's going to be a difficult night and maybe the over is the right play. But right now, I mean, seeing go to 147 and a half after going as high as 149, seeing it come back down makes you feel a little bit better that we hit the ceiling for where this, this game was going to go. And then it's going to come back down. I think Alabama can win the game. I mean, I don't mind. You want to lay two and a half on Alabama. You're betting on a team that's 12 and 0, but it's much like last night for Providence and Creighton where you had a home dog in that time. And I'm going, all right. So the Jays had won eight games in a row. They'd been playing their best basketball, but they're going into a hostile environment that is very difficult for them to go play their rivalry game with Providence. And it goes to double overtime and it's a win. Now this game goes to double overtime. I'm dead, but I just think Tennessee's live to win the game. And if the Vols are live to win the game, then I think the Vols and the under correlate. If you like Alabama, I think you like the over. So if you're going to ride the 12 and 0 Crimson Tide, who again, I think it, I think they are the best team in the country. So I don't think it's going to be stunning for me if Alabama wins and the game goes over. I just think the Vols, if it's going to be a win, if you're going to lose, you're going to lose a game in the SEC. This is the game that Alabama will drop. This is the one that gets them because the rest of their games home against Georgia out at South Carolina home for Arkansas home for Auburn in at Texas A&M. I, I mean, maybe they lose on the road at A&M, but I mean, I don't know. The, I mean, Kentucky has done it a couple of times of recent memory where they've run the table and Kentucky has won every game in the sec, but it's very rare to see a team run the table and go undefeated in conference play, just given the nature of college basketball. So in Alabama, I don't believe will lose a home game at, to anyone on that schedule. Their home games left are Georgia, Arkansas, maybe I guess, but Arkansas, I don't think. And then Auburn. I mean, those, those are wins at South Carolina is a W they're going to kill South Carolina. So it's a and M for them to maybe lose two games in conference. But going 18 and 0 in conference play is, I mean, this is the game. I mean, this is the game that Alabama, if they're going to lose, this is the game that Alabama will drop. And, you know, that's why I think if you like Tennessee, you like the under. If you like Alabama, you like the over. And I think people are liking Alabama. Money's coming in on the tide, numbers coming down, and the total is now coming back to reality a little bit from a 149 and a half perspective, which was just Looney Tunes. After, I mean, in Kempom might be off, but I don't remember Kempom being off by nine and a half points on a total. That is, you know, that, that, that is unusual. All right. So I don't know what's going on with Dave. Hopefully we can figure this out with his computer. This is unusual for him to have this long of a delay. Um, I think he might be back. Oh, okay. Do we have Dave back? Hopefully we can bring him back in. And if we do, we'll go right to baseball and we'll start. Oh, we fixed it. Let's go. Let's go. That's clean. Here we go. Here we go. All fixed. Okay. Let's move to baseball because there's a lot of things to get into here with baseball. Okay. New rules in 2023. Going to be a different type of season for this very reason. Yeah. I want to go through each one and I want to talk a little bit of how we think each one might be impacting 
total sides, futures, how we are. The, the first is the World Baseball Classic. Let's make it perfectly clear. We're guessing at all of this, right? Now. On all of this, 100%. These are all proclamation and guesses. As but. are the book, boys. Like, okay. There's no... Um, there's no way of knowing how any of this impact anything as as the betting. Right. We got to figure out how it's going to impact the game first. You know, are there going to be more stolen bases? We know the rule with the, with the totals. We're going to go through all of them. Treacherous. So what do you got? All right. Let's start with the world baseball classic starting on March the 7th. Yes. So more wear and tear as we're sending a legitimate team. This is not like we're not punting on this. Major League Baseball oh. is sending a legitimate team. We, we will have Major League Baseball the USA. All-Star. The USA. USA. Yeah, yes, yeah, our yeah. team. USA. Yeah. How does that impact the arms in your mind? Guys like Clayton Kershaw who are well, pitching. pitching in this. The pitching is all old guys. I don't know if they got the best pitchers. This is where this might be the Achilles heel of the USA. When mm-hmm. you look at the numbers, um, you know, odds-wise, <laughs> I don't know. They're favored because they're the USA. They're not the they're not the number one choice, though. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Dominican. So. Right. Um, when you look at the Dominican team, all right, that's that's the choice. Uh oh, wow. When you click refresh, them and the Dominican Republic, U.S. and the Dominican Republic are both plus 220 to win it all. Japan is plus $3. The next choice is Venezuela at 14 to 1. Is it easy? I mean, my goodness. Just bet those two. That's it. Japan is minus 340 to win their pool. The only team that can beat them in that is Korea. Hmm. Korea is plus four dollars to win the pool, pool B. Then it's Australia, China, and the Czech Republic, which are going to be zero factor in the thing. USA is minus two forty to win their pool, but they got Mexico that can beat them mm-hmm. in the pool. So Colombia, Canada, Great Britain, thanks for coming. Uniforms right. look nice. <laughs> I just you know yeah, and then but pool D is awesome. Dominican Republic minus one eighty, Venezuela four to one, Puerto Rico plus four twenty, and then Israel and Nicaragua are twenty and thirty to one to win their pool respectively. So those two teams, by the way, the Israeli hats are amazing. Are they? Oh my god! Oh, we went through them on uh, on uh, Sports Grid with Gabe and Cam. Oh, I'm going to end up with probably ten of them. <laughs> the country hats. That's the over under <laughs> right now. Nine and a half. Over ten. Quarter. All right. They're they're amazing. They're just unique. They're different. Um, so we'll see. How does it impact the numbers? Oh, we got to do some work over over this weekend. That's, right. Let's, let's see how that goes. We'll come up with some stuff. Opening day will feature every team playing on March 30th, barring weather. First time since 1968. Can we, can we bet that all the games won't get in? Yeah, right. I mean, someone's getting, I mean, the colder weather people on March the 30th, you got to put them on notice. Why do we do this? I love baseball. I love opening day. I do. But you know what I don't love? Making a bet and having to rain out or snow out. Yep. And being in the book and having to fix the whole fucking thing. (laughs) It's aggravating as hell. It gets everybody all excited. 
And then can we just start the season a little bit later, please? Well, why don't we play every game south of the Mason-Dixon line? That's fine, too. Just play them all. Unless you're a dome, unless you're playing inside in a dome, every team has to be warm weather opening day on March the 30th. I just don't know why we do it. I just don't know. I I, I know it's, why it's, they do it. It's because the major the major baseball media markets are all cold weather cities, mostly. Chicago, Boston, Philly, New York. But we don't. We, we, These are all cold weather. Cold. These are all cold weather cities with you know opening day is a big deal in Arizona. It's a big deal, but it's not as big of a deal. Texas right. and Florida, Miami and Tampa, and you know it's a big deal, but they're not as big of a deal as it is in other, in other parts of the country. St. Louis it is, but St. Louis can be cold in March. Getting the 11.30 stuck here. Everyone's freezing. Is the YouTube freezing as well as you? Yeah, I'm, you're freezing. I'm freezing. Yeah, you're freezing for sure on my end. Well, we'll, we'll keep fighting through it. Um, I'm not a fan of everybody playing opening day. No. Okay. I'm not a fan. Are you a fan it's of a this? Lot of, you, I mean, I, I get the idea. I get the world to take over the day, uh, start to finish. You can build it up. You can have a quadruple header on certain networks. Like I get the why. Week is that? What day of the week is it? March 30th? Um, I'm going to say it's a Monday, but March 30th is a Thursday. My daughter, Kelsey, just come in to chat and say, the hat. I didn't know the hat was off. Show right now. The kids are spying on. He's in the chat. Uh-oh. This is part. Probably downstairs on the internet. Screw. I'm blaming her. Oh no, she's not. I'm hardwired. Oh, okay, it's not yeah. me. YouTube seems fine. YouTube's fine. So maybe it's just me. issue. Who knows? We'll fight through it. Yeah, something, something definitely, your internet is definitely up today. Uh, all right, next is the fact that we are, I mean, I don't mind it being on everyone playing, but the schedule is different. So we have less divisional games than ever before. Oh, we lost Dave. Okay, so we have less divisional games than ever before. Is Dave back in? I see Dave in the back. Is Dave pop back in? Oh, that might be Go good. Back. Hit refresh again. That's better because we'll your audio has been off. But I don't know if it's just on my end. Or it's not. just, but sometimes with the second connection. Ooh, Fair reset the settings oh. yesterday. We better now. to all of us, so we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it fixed. It's not Fair's fault. You look People in the chat don't come fair. It's not Fair's fault. We're working. You, on. you look better now. So the schedule is different. We went over this before, but the schedule is different than ever before. We're seeing way more interleague games. We're seeing way fewer thirteen per games. So what do you make? Of the win totals, do we have to shade a little bit towards the under and some of the higher win totals because the big boys aren't going to beat up on the little guys? In the certain divisions, you do, don't you? Yeah, I think in certain divisions, it, it's 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 worthy of consideration. I ran into Roxy on Sunday. Roxy mm. Roxborough, who's nice, um, he's one of the best baseball guys I've ever met, and uh, it was funny because. He don't like to say what he bets, and I don't okay. like to ask. You right. never ask someone, what do you have? It's the better question is, if you want to be in this space and you want to. What do you like? 
what do you need? Oh, okay. that's the question. What do you need? Need anything? <laughs> that's that's the so I said uh I said, what are you doing? He's out on Super Bowl Sunday in a packed book. And I go, What are you doing? Are you are you looking for the season wins, aren't you? You're trying, <laughs> you're trying to fire some missiles on some season wins when they got 800 people deep, a million football props, and Roxy's in his suit and his hat going, Yeah, give me the, give me uh Give me the Philly season wins under. Give me, you know, I know for, for ten dimes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Unit size five dimes, probably. Um, yep. But he said uh, the only question I asked him was like, "Did you do anything in the NL Central?" And he said, "No." And I said, "Okay." Trying to figure out the NL Central um, because very, very tough. I mean, Twins most likely going no, into the NL year. NL Central. Oh, NL Central. Is, this is Cardinals, Brewers, and then Cubs, Reds, Pirates. Right? Brewers talking about talking about teams beating up on bad teams. The winner of the NL Central has feasted, yes, on playing the Cubs, Reds the Reds, and the Pirates. Yeah, eighteen or nineteen times. Yeah, which is now twelve or 13. thirteen. Thirteen times. Yeah, thirteen times. That has to affect the season win total. It got to, it's to. got to. It has to. It's 15 games that you don't have against some below 500 baseball teams. Yeah, it's, it's like a third. It's like you put a 12 and three markdown on those games. Yeah, like it's 10, 11, 12 wins. You're not going to have, or at least you're going to be more competitive games than what you've been in in the past. Right. So I mean, say that's 15 games, and you go 10 and five or nine and six in those games. It's a three or four or five win difference, which is not yep. unreasonable. Right. Kelsey, come back. Kelsey, come back. She said bye. She said, she said, lose a viewer bye. Oh no. <laughs> you don't understand how hard it is in this house with these women. You don't Oof. understand. You don't understand. Sensitivity. Man, oh man. They're going to Creighton tomorrow. There's panic in the house because there's a winter storm watch. Now. I told you. But this is good. I told I I I I predicted it and I hoped for it. Yeah, but it just can't affect the flights. Jessica well, doesn't well. do good with the flights. Yeah, it sucks. Any sort of delays or anything like that. And I'm not going. No matter right. if she buys me a ticket today, I'm not going. Just so you really, know, I'm not going. No, I'm not going. No, they didn't huh. ask. They they went and did all this while we were in Arizona working. Right. Did not consult. They picked the middle of February to go do the visit. I love that they did that though, because you would get the full breath and the full scope of what actually going to school there is like. If you can hack it in February, you can hack it anytime. So when when they land and they get that wind, oh. and that wind comes off the the river and it's slapping you in the face, <laughs> you will know what it's like to go to school in Creighton and being in Omaha in February. And if that doesn't bother her, she can go anytime. She'll have no problems. It's a Not great. Is it gonna, I I don't want to know what the hell it's going to cost to go to college, but they're, they're worried about buying jackets. Like they got to get heavy winter coats for this trip. I'm like, it's a fair point. It's not Stop. a. Well, it's not like Indy, though, or Des Moines. Like Indy and Des Moines, you can actually walk around the city without going outside. Can't do that in Omaha. Like You're outside. There's no... You can walk around a city without going outside. You've been to Indy, haven't you? No. I drove oh. through. Oh. Indianapolis and Des Moines have, like, literally a labyrinth of connected hallways between buildings. 
Oh yeah, Pittsburgh has the whole. It's only like one one block. In oh Pittsburgh. no, Indianapolis, the entire downtown is connected. You can For walk. Real? You can walk from the convention center three miles and never go outside and go through all three different miles. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's unreal. Indianapolis is incredible. Des Moines is very similar. Des Moines copied Indianapolis, and Des Moines has a very uh, similar setup. Okay, where you all can right. labyrinth your way through and go like miles, like from my apartment to. Uh, from the Wells Fargo Center, which is three miles, I could walk not from my apartment inside, inside throughout the entire city without going outside in Des Moines. Omaha's not like that. Damn. Omaha's cold, cold. You're going to deal with it and <laughs> you're going to suffer, but it's really Good, fun. Get outside. Bundle up. Yeah. Go so if it, it, do they want a dinner recommendation? <laughs> Call you later. All right. Omaha Prime, my boy Mo in the day in the old market. Mo owns Omaha Prime. Phenomenal restaurant. Table side a la carte. Mo will take care of him. Mo's a phenomenal dude. Big sports fan. Big sports better. Mo's the best. Oh, no. She just said it already messed up the plane trip. Oh, what's going on? Well, <sighs> that might have been yesterday, though, because the delays and the cancellations yesterday may have spilled over to today and tomorrow. That's possible. I'm not going. <laughs> Anyways, back to baseball. I'm not going. Sorry, uh, stick to baseball. Go ahead. Have you seen some of these natural rivalries that they're trying to push? Natural? Baseball. They're calling them natural rivalries, is what they're calling them. What it's, are you what, what are you even referencing here? Okay, so these these are the natural rivalries for interleague play in major league baseball. Angels, Dodgers make sense. How about the Three Astros? Wishes. Love it. All right. How about Astros, Rockies? What's that, Not what's that do for you? What's, what, what's natural about that? Exactly. How about Red Sox and the Braves? Why are we forcing this one down our throat? How about Phillies, Blue Jays? <laughs> I mean, that's two different countries. I don't even know what the hell. How'd they pick those two teams out of a hat? How about Tigers, like Pirates? Tig- Tigers, Who? Pirates? Tigers and the Pirates. That's a natural you rivalry. Know, they keep doing this with the with the with the Pirates and like Detroit, Pittsburgh, Detroit, and all this other stuff. Um, no, I don't buy that either. What what are we doing? Here are here, the teams. Here's the list of the natural rivalries for Angels, Dodgers makes sense. Orioles, Nationals make sense. Mets and the Yankees, White Sox, Cubs. Those all make sense. Royals, Cardinals, right. those make sense. So since you've got those, you have to manufacture this. Raise Marlins. You're going to manufacture Rangers, Diamond. Marlins at least is the same state. Right. Rangers, Marlins. How, how, how does Rangers. that feel? Rangers. You should raise. Sorry, sorry. Rangers, Diamondbacks. Excuse me. Rangers, Diamondbacks. How's that feel? Rangers, Diamondbacks. What is that? <laughs> like a Southwest thing? Like Texas and Arizona? What are we doing? I, I just different leagues what are we guardians even guardians in the reds is not entirely it's interstate i know but like that's no no cleveland and and i know in-state rivalry interstate yeah i know padres mariners like that padres mariners (laughs) just knocked over everything my god um padres mariners what right these are the natural rivalries. Is that, is that the same time zone. Right. 
but this is, I don't know, Major League Baseball is stretching here to have these things. These are home and home series that will be played throughout the season. 42 interleague games for each club will be split evenly among the other 14 non-league teams. Each club will play seven of those series at home for a total of 21 games and seven of those series on the road for the remaining 21 games. So you play every team in the other league, but you don't necessarily have a home and home with them. You Correct. Play some of them just strictly away. Some of them just strictly at home. Except for the natural rivalries. Those are home and home. Yep. So Boston plays at Atlanta. Atlanta plays at Boston. I know why, because the Boston Red Sox and the Boston Braves, that was where they came from. I get it. It's still okay. just forced. It's still forced. That's, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. But like it is. Yankees Mets. Yeah. Subway series. Yes. There are some They're that make sense. Good. Like that, that, that screws up the competitive balance as well. Does it uh, not? In a way. Yeah. If you play in a world, I mean, Red Sox playing the Braves. Braves are good. Right. Playing good teams. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather play Diamondbacks. Sure. <laughs> let me play. Let me play a bad team in the National League. Not a, not a good team in the National League. I don't get it. That's fair. All right. So there is no like shift, Mister Met. By the way, look at this, Mister Met. I like the logo. I don't like the color of the hat. It's green underbill too. Uh, like this yeah, is, it looks like it looks like an A's hat to me. It's this is orange. I know. This if is, I saw it, is, uh, is, if I saw it, I would say it's an A's hat. I wouldn't say it's, it's a Mets are blue to me. I know orange is the color, but is that green? It's yeah. It's Why green. is it blue? Because it's just a special edition. There's no there's no green to the to the Mets. No, this doing? is like the uh St. Patrick's Day stuff. It'll be okay. great. Yeah. So we've got the shift being finally eliminated from baseball. I'm okay with this. I've wanted this for years. I am hundred percent okay with this. I love How this. How is it gonna be policed though? Easily before the pitch is thrown. That's not okay. a problem. So the second base umpire is going to be sitting there like doing a head on a swivel. Where's that shortstop? Is he on the grass? Is he on oh, the yeah. grass? Is he, where, where's he at? Like, what the hell is it? What the hell is they going to be doing? Of course. Yes. Talking about second base umpire is a lot of responsibility. It, it, this is easy to be. I, I'm, I'm not worried about this at all. I mean, having to police the shift is not going to be hard. Catchers will be able to look at it. Catchers will point it out. You know, it, it, it'll all be fine. Does it lead to more scoring? It damn well better. Right. Otherwise, otherwise, what's next? The so baseball's it, hoping that it leads to more scoring. It better lead to more scoring. Yeah. How it's done is the defense must position two infielders on each side of second base, and all four infielders have to be on the infield dirt as the ball is being pitched, which I love. This was exactly the terminology I wanted to use. You can defensively set your, your your defense any way you want, but the guy's feet have got to be in the dirt. Can't be in the grass. I love this. This is exactly how I would have written the rule. This is exactly how I've... It, it, it enables some people to be innovative and put three guys... You know, I guess, well, I guess you can't do that, right? You can't split. It's two and two. Yeah, two sides, second base. So you can move them around. You can play... You know, a guy on the line and a guy in really in the deep in the hole, you can you can move around. It's just it's two and two, three outfielders, not doing softball rules. No roam, n- nobody in that you know Ranger Rover category. 
it's gonna it, so the shift changed the up the middle, right? Mm-hmm. They were putting a guy, three guys on the left side of first base or second yep. base, right? Both, yep. Mm-hmm. They put the third baseman on the line, the shortstop in deep in the hole, and the second baseman would play just up the middle and pitch guy inside or whatever and try to hit him. A lot of outs were made up the middle. You can't do that anymore. I mean, they can play up the middle, but just not on the other side yeah, of the base. like you're supposed okay. to. Right. Play double play depth, which is That's up the middle. That's fine. Yep. We watched while we were in Arizona having lunch at that place at the ballpark. We watched that guy meticulously fix that dirt for like an hour. I don't. I still don't know what he was doing. <laughs> and by the way, Mikey Awesome, always forward, never straight with that picture changing the picture of black and white that Farrah took of me and you talking Ooh. while we were solving the world's problems was awesome. Looks nice. Yeah. But the question back to you is you wear a lot of hats on the show. I wear a lot of hats on the show. The guys bet over today are going to win because I keep changing hats. I'm trying to keep you guys guessing. You're a meteorologist. You're a lawyer. You're a lot of things. I don't know how much landscaping you've done. Mm. But can we fix the dirt to be a little bit deeper now, to be on the dirt? Because if you're on the dirt, but the dirt extends a little further behind into the field, you're still on the dirt, but you're still kind of shifting. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they were playing with lefties that will refuse to hit the ball the other way. They were playing the second baseman in shallow right field. Right. That's what I want gone, which is now gone. That is gone. That alone will change. Do you know how many more hits David Ortiz would have had? Exactly. If this was not allowed when he played? Yes. So, yes, I am 100% on board with the idea that a right-handed hitter or left-handed hitter can put a ball in front of the left or right fielder and get a single now versus having it be a ground out. Mm. Mm-hmm. I hate that, you know, okay. or a second baseman that's playing at double play depth and you hit a ground ball. That's to the right side that the second baseman can't get, but the Rover's there to get it. And the Rover throws the guy out at first base. Cause he's slow. I hate that. It's so annoying. It sucks. So now we, now it's gone. Now we have to actually play baseball. I love, this is the most important rule change of the year to me that the shift is gone. Right. That now we're playing defense the way defense is supposed to be played. No more softball defenses. Is it? I'm 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 taking the kids to the airport. By the way, just so you guys are still okay. watching, listen to the show. The show is going to start at eleven o'clock Pacific tomorrow because I got to mm-hmm. take unless we got a delay, which I'll find out about after the show. <laughs> what time we're leaving for the airport? Because now right. it sounds like flights might be switched, but. Is this going to shorten baseball games, P-Roll? Shorten? No. Do we need to shorten baseball games, P-Roll? That's why the pitch clock is coming. (laughs) Well, there's two other rule changes that are going to be rather large. We'll go to the next one. The pitch clock, this is what they're doing to stop that because more scoring means longer games unless you have a pitch clock. Here comes the pitch clock. God. You don't like the pitch clock with the bases empty. Pitchers will now have 15 seconds to begin their motion. Once the catcher returns the ball to them and 20 seconds between pitches with winners on the base. This is going to mess with certain pitchers. There's no debate. This is going to, this is going to be, you talk about the shift being the thing for to help the hitters. This pitch clock is going to help a lot of hitters against certain. This is going to be a mental thing. 
Did you read Jason Stark at all? Because I li- I died laughing. There's a quote that Major League Baseball is expecting this with the pitch clock and all the rule changes in spring training to be a shit show. Direct quote? Yeah, direct quote. We're expecting a I shit love the show. the word shit. It applies to so <laughs> many things. I love the word shit. They're, they're expecting a shit show. This is going to be a shit show. Yeah. You got to install this in every park. There, there was no clock. Well, it was last year in spring training. They had this before, but now it's going to be implemented as if like guys weren't taking it seriously last year because no. they knew it was not going to be part of the game. Now you got to get your repetition. You got to get your rotation. You got to get everything to go good to go here. The ball comes back to you. You got 15 seconds to throw the ball and you're getting counted down. 15, 14, 13, 12. <laughs> it's, it's in your head. You're watching what's the thing. What's the penalty come. if you violate? The, what's the shot clock violation? A ball? It's a ball. Yep. <sighs> it's going to mean more walks. Probably so. And then when you walk more players, now here comes the pickoff rule, which they now changed the pickoff rule, which is equally going to make, this is what really spurred this quote as being a shit show in the spring training is because the pickoff rule, people are really confused. So pitchers are only going to be allowed two disengagements from the rubber. The number of times they can step off to throw to a base. They get two times stepping off the rubber. You can't even step off to keep the runner on. So like forget throwing over. You can only once you are engaged, if you step off a third time, it's a balk. Runners advance. The only time it resets is if a runner steals the base, then it resets. This is why baseball is claiming it's going to be a mess because pitchers are going to have to, some pitchers throw over three, four times easy every at bat. Sometimes you just step off the rubber just to fucking stop the game. Sometimes you you literally just go, hold on. I I don't even know what pitch I want to throw right now. I just got to step off and pull my hat off. Got to rub the ball a little bit. I got to just, I got to control the game. I used to do it all the time. I didn't feel like throwing over there but I wanted his ass back on the base. I knew the catcher, even like when brother Dan, he didn't even have to give me signals, but when he did and he gave me too many or put his fingers down, I didn't see it. I'd step off and I would just stare at him and say, I don't know what pitch I want to throw yet. Hold on. Can't even do that now. Mm -mm. You do it. You just can't do it more than two times per at bat. Stolen bases are going up. Okay, so then there's that. Now baseball has made the bases larger. Oh, so, there were some funny memes this morning. Yes, there some were. People be talking. So about we go. All right, big you ass squares. Once you throw over two times, okay, yeah. now you know you can take as big of a lead as you want because a guy can't throw over. So you can be like halfway to <laughs> second base, and they can't throw over. So as a pitcher, you can't throw over the second time. Uh uh-uh. uh so now, right. You can, I mean, cause if I, if I throw over two times and I ain't got you right. now, you can, you can stand by the second baseman. I can't even step off. Otherwise you over. get a balk, walk the second. Correct. So oh, now you have to be very judicious with when you're throwing over you can look yeah. at them. You can look at them, but you can't step off the rubber. You got to stay on the rubber. So you get two times per at bat. If the guy steals, now it resets. They've made the base significantly larger. This applies, I think, more to bang-bang plays at first base and bang-bang plays at second base for stolen bases 
Yes. But I think stolen bases are going. Stolen bases are going up. There's no question about that. Stolen bases are going up. Because um, that's all, part of your game. That, and that's part of your game. I think you're going to see your value return because the Ricky Henderson type player really has lost his, his value in the lineup. You got to be oh, able to move back, the road. baby. We're, 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 the leadoff hitter is back. The yeah. leadoff hitter is a back in baseball. Um, we're good Messing with just up, getting yeah. on. We're good with walking. We're good with getting a second on a steal. All of it. Um, I think this, I mean, that'll be good. I, I, I'll be, I, we need more than walk, strikeout, or home run. Mm-hmm. In baseball, we need mm-hmm. more motion. We need more movement. We need more opposite hit field hits. We need more doubles. All of it. This will contribute to a lot of it. But I don't. I don't like what they're doing to pitchers. This is bullshit. I'm a pitcher. Always have been. Always will be. I side with the pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um, they better put a, a shot clock on the on the hitters. I don't want you well, to be able they to can't, step they already, out. Already did that. Remember they already, last year they already did that. You can't step yeah, out. Yeah, but they better enforce that shit. Right. There's already a rule that keeps them in in the in the box. So that's now the pitch clock is involved to keep the game moving. I think this, I think they're gonna have it's gonna be a more offensive game now, which doesn't necessarily mean a shorter game. I don't I don't think if that's the goal, they're gonna they're they're gonna mess it up. Uh it's not gonna shorten the game time wise. No, but right? more action more at least makes it longer games. But makes it more enjoyable to watch. They want the product to be better. <sighs> this is That's more right. of a product. Like I, I still believe this idea. Like a two and a half hour baseball game versus a three hour baseball game. If you're a baseball fan, you don't care if it's two and a half or three hours. You know what you're getting yourself into by watching baseball. There needs to be a a enjoyable experience. Right. If you like it, three hours of fun is three hours of fun. It's great. But two and a half right. hours of boredom, it's two and a half hours of boredom. It doesn't work. So, You're right. Sign Sports grid. grid. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow on a Thursday. The rest of you guys on YouTube and Twitter, stay with us. We're going to run a little long because of our technical difficulties. B- yes. BVB back tomorrow on Sports Grid for a, a Thursday. Um. So then... There's less you're, you're during these blowouts. So if we're having higher scoring games, yes. you're not going to be able to throw a position player yes. the way you used to. So if you're losing eight runs or more, you can throw somebody. <laughs> if you're winning 10 runs or more, you can throw. Okay. They don't want the shortstop in their pitching. They don't like it. Well, you put in the you put in the rundown. Will this affect betting? I can tell you, and the listeners, viewers. Again, thank you, boys and girls, for being here and watching. There were groups last year that would send out alerts that a position player was in because the algorithm didn't know. Yep. And you could bet a team to score a run, yes or no. And it was priced like it was a regular pitcher. And books were getting annihilated on it. <laughs> there were betting syndicate groups, guys I know, that would legitimately go, 
Um, yes, St. Louis ninth. Very. You get this text or DM or Discord or whatever the hell means that it got right. out. Um, yeah, that was a betting opportunity. Um, that is going to go away because it's going to happen less. I think baseball had to do something because the teams and the managers and stuff were taking advantage of the fact that they could do that. Mm. It sucks for the betting because betting the yes when it was like, you know, <laughs> That's good. minus 180 instead of minus 1800, mm -hmm. you know, because it was a pretty much a lock that they were going to score a run when a position player pitched. Mm-hmm. And it was not priced as such. Mm. So the Cardinals and Cubs are playing in London. Two game Why? set. Do you like that Why? Major League Baseball goes over there and plays? It's a good series. Big rivalry getting taken away from the fans in Chicago and St. Louis and being sent to London. Surprised that they gave up these games. These are these are guaranteed full houses. Are they not? 100%. It's big Cardinals rivalry Cubs. games. Yep. Yeah, this is like this is ones you don't have to. But I mean, they're going to sell out over there, I guess, as long 100%. as for baseball. Yes. I mean, Red Sox Yankees over there was huge. I'm convinced Red Sox Yankees on the fucking moon would sell. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I'm I mean, it's yeah. just that's what it is. Like <laughs> Right. Um Listen, they're trying to push a lot of our sports over there. And those people are coming over here trying to push their books and their ways of doing business on us. And soccer. And soccer. Soccer's fun. It's not it, it, It's not for everybody, though. Neither is <laughs> baseball, but we'll see. Yeah, not for everybody. And then Phillies and the Nationals in Williamsport. Little League World Series. Two-game set for those guys over there. Tell the guys that are still here watching the show how to get in the Discord, please. Betting, uh, sorry, uh, bvbshow.com slash chat. bvbshow.com slash chat. Ladies and gentlemen, that gets you in the list. Discord, um, free invite. Discord, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Brady Dicker, the kicker, is in the <laughs> chat. He's in. <laughs> He's back. Good to see you. You, you asked you. him yeah. for, to come back. He's back. That's a big win last night for you, Jayhawks. It was, yeah. Uh, Phillies and Nats in Williamsport will be awesome. Have you ever been to Williamsport? No. No. Brother Dan was one game away from qualifying for the Little League World Series. The other team from my, when I was 12 years old, we had American League All-Stars and National yeah. League All-Stars. I was on the American League All-Stars. National League All-Stars went to Williamsport. Yeah. That's Pissed me happened. off. Brother Dan. <laughs> Pissed me was off. Was this close? I, was, I mean, we weren't that close. We were just, I was on the wrong team. If I was on the other yeah. team, if I, if I played for the, the Phillies versus the Orioles, I would have been in, going to Williamsport. But my all-star team lost. The other one went. I was, I was like, why don't we play one all-star team? Why did, why, why did we send two? Because they got smoked in two games. <laughs> lost, <laughs> lost, dead. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but we should, if we sent our number one teams, because I, I, I would have been the starting center fielder. On either oh. side, I was one of the best center fielders. I was the best center fielder in my town at my age. So I would have been on either either team I would have been on. I would have been going to Williamsport. <laughs> this is very exciting. Grady Dicker, the kicker, is actively he's active in the chat as well. Thank you again for being here, sir. 
He said he's heard a request was needed. Dick yes, it was. Here. That's right. I love it. Better to book it time. Let's go. Back to my hockey bets. Under one and a half goals, Minnesota and Colorado at minus 105 tonight. 10 and one to the first period under for Minnesota. Damn. It is an awesome run. Four and six to the over for Colorado. They're on a back-to-back that scored one goal last night. Flurry's in net. He's three and one to the first period under over the last four. Hmm. Is it Georgiev? How do you say the goaltender's name for Colorado? It's close enough. Okay. So he's allowed zero goals in the first period over the last You're five games. Me for how him. to say names that are. I'm just asking. I, I always Georgiev. mispronounce. Georgiev. Georgiev. Okay. So Georgiev. I think that's what it is, but starting goaltender for Colorado, put it phonetically in the chat. If you know, so he has not given up a goal. Uh, has he been confirmed? He's likely flurry is confirmed in net for Minnesota tonight. Would rather guffs is in, but I'll take flurry. Flurry's been okay in the first period. He's been bad in the second and third periods, but first period flurry's been okay. I think bet it better to book it. I think bet it. Just bet the streak 10 and one over the last 11 games. Yeah. I just one nothing Colorado. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it's one. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not crazy about this. I get that little pain in my stomach, but all right. I bet I bet it. I'm back with the gift parlay today. PSU oh. auto PSU auto is following this bet, which I appreciate him. GF. Thank you, Auto. Speaking of GF? auto. Okay. GF. Yeah. So he's trailing this with me. Yeah. Buffalo, Vancouver. Gift parlay. Buffalo on the year. Eight and two over the last 10 games. 69%. 36 of the 52 games. Buffalo has seen this to go over. Buffalo's at Anaheim? Correct. Holy crap. They're minus 220? It's minus 180. At least it was last night. It was minus 180 on the gifts on the goal in the first 10 minutes of this game. Oh, this has to happen. Okay. Sold. What's the other game? Minus 175. Vancouver. At home against the Rangers? At the Rangers. Yep. At home against the Rangers. Oh, Go in the first 10 minutes. Number one team in hockey to a gift. Vancouver continues to be a wagon. 39 times out of 54 games. That's 72.2% of the time. This has happened. Rangers aren't horrible. They're not great, but they're not horrible. They're six and four over the last 10 games. 51% of the time, kind of a coin flip on the Rangers, but because of Vancouver, Vancouver just gives up goals. This this has to be a better. I think this has to be a better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's G or GF. G G or GF. Thank you. Thank you. Grady Dicker. God, this guy's working. He's helping us with the chat. (laughs) This is great. So, Goalie I mean, making his NHL debut, debut. Vancouver. Uh-huh. Arthur's Silvos. Silvos. Where did I put one of these guys out of? Who knows, but I'm 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 not worried about it. Guy the, came the, in for Ottawa yesterday, made his NHL debut, made 46 saves and beat the Islanders. Can happen. But also can go the other way. Yesterkin oh, is in net boy. for the Rangers. Oh, you know who's going to the game tonight in Anaheim? Gabe? I just got this. No. Anti. Oh, our nice. guy All is right. halfway to Anaheim. 15 South is a parking lot currently. Ouch. On a Wednesday. Sorry, Anti. He's listening and watching the show on the drive to see his Sabres. That's fantastic. Yikes. 
So, and then, uh, so the gift parlay is plus 144. Okay. You like that? Yeah. Edmonton and Detroit over six and a half at minus 125. Oh, 17, seven and three at home. Edmonton on uh, at home. Skinner's in net with a 2.99 goals against at home. Detroit 13, 10 and one to the, uh, to the over on the road. Hussos in net with a 3.19 goals against. How does this not go over? Gave up four goals in the matchup a couple of weeks ago to Edmonton. This has to go over. I think seven's going to pop. Let's see if they finally went there. Nope, they haven't. Got, they haven't gone there yet. I thought. I thought we'd see seven. Yeah, this got to be. It's got to minus one twenty at Fanduel. Get better juice than what I paid last night. I paid minus one twenty-five. Detroit, Edmonton, minus a quarter, minus a quarter. So, a couple places look like it right now. They're moving it down. I don't know. Mm. Maybe they don't like to bet it. Maybe they want to book it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know. I'm good with Edmonton team total over alone. That too. Yeah. You can bet that too. And then Alabama, Tennessee, I'm going, I took 145 and a half. It's 147 and a half. Now got as high as 149 and a half. You like under. I took under. Yep. Yeah. I'll book this one. I don't I know. Think, I, I like over. No I can't wait. Particular to reason. I just, this would be just be one of those games. Um, this is the game of the night. Yeah, can't wait to watch this game. This game's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. I like Tennessee. I like Tennessee money line, and I like I like the under. I still have yet to determine which side I like. This is this is like where Alabama. Point. This is the game they drop because the, I mean, they're, the, if they don't drop this, they're gonna go eighteen and zero. They're gonna run, run the table in the conference. Really. Yeah, we did the game while you were logged out. We did the we did the the remaining home games are are going to be they will be fifteen point favorites in all all three, and then the road games are A and M and South Carolina. Like, wow! <laughs> so if they don't lose tonight, they're going to run the table and go eighteen and zero in conference. That's why I think they lose this game tonight. Damn, you're going to be a number one seed. Oh, they're number one seed now. They could almost lose out and be a one seed right now. They got them almost locked. Yeah, it's they're they're a one seed, hundred percent. They have some amazing wins on their resume. Alabama, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to be a formidable opponent coming down the stretch here into into it. Uh better uh, favorite thing about today is what? Um, I'm running over to your house to pick something up, and then I get a deliver it to the guy. Okay. Um, I stopped in and saw them this morning uh, on the way to just grab a drink. I saw our guy's car over there at the Omelette Cafe. So I ran in and saw the boys, you know, because his son, Frankie, works there. Mm -hmm. And uh, Nicky works there. Nicky's an Eagles guy. He's still not recovered from the game. He's he's still... um, you know, he's like, man, they can't call that penalty in that spot, but we couldn't stop anybody in the second half. And I started laughing and I said, these fucking sports, they do bring us all together. Like, and it's just, it's so much fun to be here and, and, and talk to, you know, you with, you know, Farah in our ear, making mm-hmm. sure we look, but like the guys in the chat, we got guys and girls from all over the place still talking about the games and then we can transition to Alabama being the number one team in the fucking country in <laughs> basketball. I still can't get over that. I still, but um, 
it's just another Wednesday in February, baby. It's uh, it's freezing outside. High today of 40 or 41. Wind snowed yesterday, and we're talking about sports. I mean, beyond blessed, beyond mm. blessed. The Chiefs parade is currently going on right now in Kansas, oh. in Kansas City. Really? Um, my favorite thing about today, I have a million passwords, but almost every single password I have has the numbers two and three in it. Almost every single one. And it's been that way since I was probably 20 years old. Some iteration, two, three, two, three, in some form or fashion, some pin, something, some issue somewhere. It always has a two and a three in it. I mean, should you be telling this shit out loud? Like, I mean, I don't care. Go ahead. It's not, it's not my ATM pin. It's not my password. I mean, like you'll never figure it out. The words are all very much personal. You'll never be able to figure out the words as to what they are. They're all different, you know, iterations, but in some form or fashion, every has 23 for Michael Jordan. It's the most favorite number in sports. Okay. Michael turned 60 years old today. Michael Jordan. 60? Michael 60 today. And Michael made the largest donation in the history of the Make-A-Wish Foundation and gave $10 million today to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That. Michael Jordan is 60? He's 60 years old. Man, we're getting old. Uh Uh-huh. Jordan is 60 years old today. And donation of that that size to a really cool organization that does amazing things for kids it's awesome to see you know to be able to have that much money to be able to give that much money is really really cool and you know a buddy of mine is connected to michael pretty closely so i I get a lot of cool things with michael and so i hear a lot of wild stories and different things that go on in the number of his golf course in florida i at some point have to get down there and play it. I think in June, I'm going to do it. I don't, I, 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 the Grove is just, I've heard incredible things about it. So my favorite thing about today is that, that Michael Jordan, 60 years old and that he gave $10 million to the Make-A-Wish Foundation today. The chat is putting in your password uh, in, in the chat, Matt's password, password 23. Nope. Matt's password at Boston over everything. 23. Nope. I actually, I might take that. That actually is a good one. I need to actually like that one a lot. I need to do that. It's kind of long, but I like that one. Yeah. We got to shorten that shit up. I like Um, that one. I I tweeted today too at sports BK and say 35 years ago today. Oh, L McPherson appeared on the cover of sports illustrated. Wow. I'm old picture of it. And I remember it 35 years ago today. And everybody, we've got a lot of guys stopped, in the it chat. It stopped that the world. Literally stopped the world. If it, anyone is in this chat remembers running to the mailbox on certain days, Thursdays for me was Sports Illustrated. Fridays was the sporting news. This is the this is the splish the splish splash cover, right? She was on multiple, right? <laughs> it's, this was this this was the Thailand something. I oh. got it on the Twitter. Oh I wait, because the, the Thailand one I thought was was Kate. Oh, now I got to look. It was L McPherson. I I posted it. 80s and stuff. Tremendous follow on the Twitter. Um, but it remind like you say, Michael Jordan turned 60 makes me feel old. I saw that tweet this morning and I was like, wait, what? The 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 the, the fact that there were oh, yeah. magazines was Thailand crazy. Fling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thailand okay. Fling was the yeah, was, okay. was yeah, my February 15th, oh. 1988. Third, okay, that was her third year in a row. Okay, I, I was asking about the first one because the first one in 1986 
was when I was like, oh, okay, that's a girl. Because <laughs> it was the first one was, I mean, like it, it full blown, like nipple pointing out. It was like, okay, here we go. What is that? Yeah, I was like, that, okay. Um, I, 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 I like that. Yes. It, it was, yes, 100%. Because yeah. who was, who was the kicker that the one SI model? Um, what, Kathy Ireland? Thank, thank you, Kathy Ireland. Thank you. That's oh. the Kathy Ireland cover oh. of SI. What year was that? That was, um, oh. what year was that? I don't, I don't know. 92. Erod Sean said that tweet made my morning. You're welcome, Erod. <laughs> it's, it's made mine too. <laughs> yeah, 92. The, 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 Kathy, the Kathy Ireland cover in 92. That was something else. Yeah. There was and some. then 89. She's on the cover. Oh, she's on the cover a lot. I that just was, remember being so excited to just go home and get the magazine. And then, Oh, read. I agree with you. It was really I, funny. So my stepfather, like my mother was, is, is, and was a, a monster, monster feminist. And my mother hated anything to do with any type of like exploitation or sex from a female. And I remember my stepfather came home with that Kathy Ireland SI and it got into a tradition where he would buy me the swimsuit issue every single year and bring it home. And it pissed off my mother, something fierce. <laughs> and I used to absolutely love it. And like go like, Oh my gosh, it was, I mean, we're so desensitized now because of the way that porn and everything else in the world oh, on our different. phones, we've totally changed the way that we are mentally. But you have to remember like if you're kids who are young, like in the late eighties, the sports illustrated swimsuit models, I mean, that was as close to porn as most of us ever saw. I mean, that was like, it stopped traffic. It was a, it, the, the debut of it, the unveiling of a sports sports swimsuit. It used to be wrapped in cellophane. And they sold it behind the counter. Yeah. Like they, they kept yeah. it like, it was like very special and was very hard to, to acquire for a 10 or 12 year old. It was gold. I just, I remember, um, being mad about it when I was little, little, like, why did he send me this thing? It's no, there's no <laughs> articles in here that I want to read. I'm like, why, did, why, what is this? Why is this? And then remember, you know, as puberty started, I was like, you know what? This, this one ain't bad. <laughs> this one ain't bad. This one ain't bad. I'm okay bad. with this. I, yeah. I'm okay with this. Yeah. This is, this is I'm okay. Good with this. Yeah. This is good. I was, uh, I was very interested in a lot of things that were in that magazine that, I mean, even the advertisements in that, that was the Super Bowl. Yes. There were ads in there that never appeared again. Like it was special. It was thick as could be. And, you know, had to have a discussion with the mailman. Like the mailman used to, one, he used to step on the grass. And my dad had to have a conversation with him one time, stayed, came home early from work to have a conversation with the mailman to say, listen, there's a walkway to and from my mailbox and it's uh, brick. Use it. Don't Ooh. walk across my grass. My dad's grass was, was you no one touched my dad's grass. Yeah. So that was one thing. But I had to have a talk with the mailman and say, look, man, I know the mailbox is small. You cannot fold. <laughs> don't don't jam it in there. Do not. <laughs> like, just curl it in there a little bit. Yeah. But please don't fold that shit. Don't fold the magazines. All right. I understand. We'll give you, it'll be a thicker envelope. When, when the holidays come, you'll get a, don't fold the magazine. So it all, it, it reminded me of all that because I was with my mom down in Arizona. She still gets the people magazine. 
She still gets the People magazine. She's gotten it, I think, for 50 years. And I was laughing because I I went over on Saturday. She was sitting out in the back. She's got a great little gazebo. And she's sitting there reading People magazine. I said, Mom, it's tremendous. I I, Because I got the love of magazines and, and holding it from her. So... I, I thought that would be a good, you know, best thing about today, too. Very cool. Folks, thank you for hanging with us through the Bye. technical difficulties. We appreciate it. We're back tomorrow for a Thursday. Farah, Dave, Matt, tomorrow for BVB.